money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. <laughs> She's already laughing. Because <laughs> your phone just beeped. <laughs> Well, that's because, you know, I did the countdown and and my phone beeps all the time. Your phone beeped at the right moment for us to start. Anyway. So welcome to the show. We, as, as is pretty normal, we just jump right in with whatever happens to be happening in the studio while we're here. Um, but we are so glad to be here. This is Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. Did you say that? I didn't yet. Okay. I didn't say it yet. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I we have thinking. a wonderful guest who's laughing at us. And <laughs> I don't know. This is the joy of the Lord. Okay, okay. go ahead. We are the, we are. We are, this is where we talk about the money and the heart issues around no, money. No, I was just, I was just thinking this is where we laugh a lot <laughs> because we so enjoy having you with us in this conversation around money. I mean, uh, if, if. I just want to say thank you for joining us first. Thank mm-hmm. you for laughing with us because if we can't laugh at ourselves, especially around money, we got a little bit of work to do that. Yeah. And today's a pretty heavy topic because it's a topic that I actually have no oh, very little about. Um, we've got a special guest and I'll introduce him in a few minutes here, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of really excited. To, to learn about something that, you know, in the, in the area of money that I don't know anything about. And I'm not saying that we know everything, but it, it is exciting to, to kind of learn a little bit about something that, that no one know anything about. So a uh, little bit of housekeeping. This show is sponsored by uh, notmine.ca, Financial Discipleship Canada, the good folks. Uh, if you listen to the show, you've heard Ray Borgon with us. He's the uh, ministry liaison. Uh, and we just want to say thank you to the, the folks at Financial Discipleship. We love your support uh, in so many ways and just want to say thank you for that. Um, and if you need to sit here an archive show, if you need to go back and re-listen, uh, all of the shows are hosted on chri.ca, which is where we do the the studio here and where we have a the Friday morning show at nine o'clock. It's aired at nine o'clock on chri. Uh, listen in there or, or uh, you know notmine.ca. You more just than told them to listen when they are listening. Yeah, well, they might be on the podcast. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Now you're getting Rebecca's okay. giving me a hard time I today. Know. So I'm going to introduce our guest here, and okay. Bold and I can. Uh, you know, I, I get a little moral support from the guy side here. So, Bold Kerr, thank you for joining us. Um, I, I, I could say a whole lot about um, how I know you, but I, I want you to just introduce yourself to the guests and to the people that are listening so that they uh, they know a little bit about who you are. Thank you very much, David Reb. I'm really glad to be here. I'm really honored to be here, actually. So uh, it's uh, it's such a joy. And even starting the show this way with laughters, couldn't ask for better. So, yeah, so I'm Bold Kerry, and uh, maybe I can say I'm uh, I'm a son of the living God. Uh, maybe his preferred one. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm a son of the living God, and uh, I'm married. I'm also a father. Um, professionally, people um, actually ask me to help them review their financial setups to kind of make sure that 
they're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. So that's what I help them do, help them uncover their financial blind spots if there are any and uh, actually help them avoid costly mistakes. Mm -hmm. That's that's mainly what I do. Recently, I, add, I added another branch to what I do professionally, which is really helping businesses be more efficient. And that includes actually having also marketing that I, that works for them. Oh. So in a nutshell, that's, that's good. Great. It's now, great to have you here. Now, but, so... Oh, go ahead. I'm deferring to you on this one. <laughs> it's because I planned it. This was my mm -hmm. idea. So I actually, um, I'm going to read some scripture and then I'm going to tell you why bold is here. Um, because, um, yeah. So the scripture I'm reading actually is I've written about in my book. I know I keep talking about this book that's coming. So um, I'm very excited. Ooh, little infomercial. Yes. To get new, more details about the book that <laughs> yeah. Rebecca's read, go to morethanenoughbooks.ca. And dot com. Anyway, so it's Matthew 6. And I want to talk about um, these verses. Just I just want to read them. Um, we know some of them. It's from the um, Sermon on the Mount. When Jesus speaks to people about not laying for ourselves treasures on earth where moss and, moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but laying for ourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. And then he goes down and says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And then at the end of chapter 6 of um, Matthew, he, he really admonishes us not to seek... Um, what the world's after. And he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. There's a, so much in these, and I will just kind of jokingly say, but not really. You can you can hear some of my thoughts or read some of them in the book I've written, um, which is coming out later in November. Um, but but saying that, the reason I've chosen these verses is because the discussion we're having with Bold today is about cryptocurrency. And the so can I jump in just before you introduce the thing? <sighs> yes. Because Bold forgot to talk about his new podcast. Oh, yes. He's okay. very humble. But Bold, I want you to, to give us the lowdown. He's just started a new podcast, and we want to hear about it. All right. Yeah, it's called Thrive 1110, and that's based off, out of uh, Proverbs 1110 that says uh, that when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. So this show, Thrive 1110, that people can uh, listen to on CHRI every Monday at 9, um, is really geared to give business owners, organization leaders, practical tips they can implement right away in their businesses so that they can thrive. And with that thriving, with that success, actually help transform their communities and cities. So that's the essence of Thrive 1110. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank so, you. So those of you that are listening, uh, uh, from our listeners, that, that obviously doesn't apply to everyone because not all of us are self-employed or are running or, or managing or working within um, our own businesses. But I will give a little bit of poke. Check it out even if you don't feel like you're self-employed. Don't disqualify yourself because there are some things that I know that Bold's going to be discussing with his guests that you'll go, wait a minute, I can actually apply that in my work situation. Even though I am an employee or even though I might not be running my own business, I could implement that and my community will get better because not, again, 
we all when we thrive when when we when the righteous thrive the community gets better and so again i just just want to give a little poke don't just say oh that's for business people i'm not going to check that out check that out that's on monday mornings at nine on chri.ca so we're going to talk about cryptocurrency this morning and the reasons i picked those verses was to keep it in perspective right as Christ followers, we want to serve Christ, mm-hmm. not the world's systems. Mm-hmm. We're to seek his kingdoms first. Yes. Um, but in the meantime, you have done some research and dug into cryptocurrency. And I love it because you are our brother in Christ. Yeah. And and as you are learning, you are unveiling what you're learning mm-hmm. to people you're helping, but to us and mm-hmm. to listeners. And my hope is that we're going to demystify it a little bit bold. That's it. I, I, I'm hoping, that, you know, for those of us who are like me, who, like this whole topic is very mysterious. Yeah. And a couple of our, co- of our coaches <laughs> sent me messages. I said, I'm talking to bold about <laughs> cryptocurrency. He's like, well, can you demystify it for us? Because, uh, like, well, you know, what's funny is, is, is I get asked quite a bit about investments and, yeah. and we don't really do that. But one of the, the one piece of advice that I live by and that I give is, is that don't invest in anything that you don't understand. That's it. And so, you know, I learned that from investing with dummies and then I went, <laughs> okay, here it is. And so I'm, this is why I'm excited to hear. Okay, Bold, the rest of the show, the show is, is yours. yours. <laughs> you just talk. Demystify cryptocurrency. So I know because we've had a conversation <laughs> yeah. before you got into this in March. Yeah. Like, so it's global pandemic and yeah. what, what, triggered it that you would finally say okay i need to look into this you know it is it's, it's it's funny because uh, february march like all over the news you like you hear crypto is 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 going to all-time highs it's at all-time highs and it remembered me of something that happened a few years back when i heard a few years ago i think it was somewhere not far not around 2015 or so that yeah crypto is at all-time highs etc i didn't pay attention to it back then but this time it caught my attention because i also heard that companies were actually investing in crypto and i was like wow I think I need to pay more attention to this thing because uh, it might be of interest for myself. And I'm sure I'm going to have people who are asking the question, asking me the question. And I want to be able to answer, especially those that I work with that uh, uh, are exploring this area. I, I want to be able to at least give them something that makes sense. So that's how I got into the crypto world. So, can you define it? Like, yeah. I don't know if you can, but it is very, like, it's ethereal to me. Like, yeah. you can't touch it. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's funny because I remember this joke for a comedian, I think it was back in 2017 or 2018 in the U.S. He said, crypto, it's everything that you don't understand about money <laughs> combined with everything you don't understand about computers. <laughs> <laughs> That's about how I feel. Yeah, that is exactly how I feel. Yeah. That is true. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I pretty much agree with that. The thing is, crypto, cryptocurrencies. It can be at its basic level can be defined as a di- digital money. That's it. Right. So, money that you can't touch because it's not physical it's on the computer and you can send this to everyone for payment etc so that's the definition at a very basic level and i say that because if i want to expand a bit more on that Mm -hmm. the term cryptocurrency is actually not the right term in my mind but 
rather crypto tokens or crypto assets would be a better definition because um, in the crypto world, or actually, yeah, crypto, that's it. Crypto is actually... <laughs> the, it, better, the better term. <laughs> the better term. It sums it all. Because in, in the crypto world, the crypto world has not yet won the currency war. So we can't really say it's currency. Mm. It's some sort of a digital thing that people attach value to for for a variety of reasons and because they attach value to it they can now use it as a means of exchange mm-hmm. to uh, for goods and services and they can use it to store a uh, value so they can keep their money into it buy it and hold it to uh, kind of keep the value in their money. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just see get a little clarification. Yeah. So, um, my name is David. Yeah. And I have some money in my pocket, some Canadian currency. Yeah. Right. And I have a chicken named Crypto. Yeah. So I go and I take my money and I buy chicken named Crypto. That's it. And now I can exchange that chicken to whoever out there feels that there's value to my chicken named crypto. That's absolutely right. You have you have you have it. Thank you for clarifying that. Okay. So because we had talked about it, it's not something like you can get a debit card on your crypto account and just go shopping. Well, now it's funny because now in a country called El Salvador and 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 that that recently happened you can actually have some sort of a debit card because officially that country adopted bitcoin which is a crypto uh, as legal tender that means you can officially buy wow. uh, uh, goods and services in that country and 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 uh, people who are selling goods and services must be able to accept that okay so i'm going to no. use my example again yeah so I'm in Canada, and I buy three chickens named Crypto, and then I move to El Salvador, and that's really the only place where I can spend those for groceries. That's right. Okay. Okay. So we're, and the reason that is, is because El Salvador's system has been so weak, They need more right? chickens. Exactly. Right. Right. So, so, yeah, El Salvador has been really hit hard with money issues. Like their money, their currency has lost uh, value tremendously over time. And uh, there are a bunch of other reasons, but I don't want to get into that because yeah. it becomes more complicated. And they... S- they they think that adopting Bitcoin, which is a, the main crypto, as a way of currency, is is the way to go for them because it'll hold people's buying power. Mm. That's one of the reasons why people are also looking into crypto because they believe it's going to hold the, their buying power. It's going to maintain their buying power. So, what does that mean? What does that, that means? Mean? That you know, when you have when you have you have something. You have, uh, yeah, let's, I'm not going to take the example of a chicken, but (laughs) (laughs) what else can I take as an example? Well, while you think about that, I I do want to just interject here because uh, a good friend of mine who's a financial advisor, uh, I would walk into his office and he had a probably uh, four foot by two foot frame of all of the currencies that have actually died. So they, they were they were dead currency. So he had actually got one, you know, a dollar bill of this, a dollar bill of that, whatever the, 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 the bill was. And it was beautifully framed. And and he had it on his wall. And his, his, his statement to me was, is that, you know, it just reminds me 
that all, you know, in terms of our currency, the, the fiat system that we work at, um, it, it's all degrading. These ones have already passed away. There's more that will pass away. And, and that's just based on the system. The fiat money system that we have is actually built on a debt system, which, which doesn't have that long-term stability. So, you know, talking so- about crypto in that context, um, are you saying that, you know, people are saying, you know, we feel like that might have some longevity that might. Exactly. So what happens is money, uh, because money is based out of a debt system, mm-hmm. uh, it has the potential to be debased. It has the potential mm-hmm. to lose its value. Because let's say you're holding something, you think there's value in it, and all of a sudden um, uh, you you have we you have many 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 copies of the same thing mm-hmm. that are based out of thin air right. circulating all of a sudden what you're holding does not have any more value and that's how currencies uh, that are based out of debt actually come to die mm-hmm. and people are finding in crypto a way to keep value to keep their money forever without it being debased because they think well it will last for a long time. And one thing you had mentioned, and I don't know if this is part of it um, to mm-hmm. me earlier, was that there is a certain amount, at least of Bitcoin out there. Like they haven't, they you can't just buy, uh, like it's, you said 2 million yeah, Bitcoin. So, so it's, it's 21 million. 21 million, yeah. sorry. So, so the thing is, Bitcoin um, has a very, very limited amount. So you can't go past 21 million Bitcoin in existence. And right now we are between 18 million and 19 million Bitcoin that are in mm-hmm. existence. But once people reach 21 million Bitcoin, they can't go past that. So the fact that it can't go forever kind of confers to Bitcoin, uh, which is the main crypto. And I'm referring to Bitcoin because it's the main crypto. It confers to that Bitcoin some value, the scarcity. And uh, in that sense, it's compared to gold a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and just maybe a little back up, and this is Mm -hmm. economics like minus 101. (laughs) But, you know, we have a fiat system, which is based on a debt system, which, uh, you know, we all have heard in the news how Canada and the U.S. have just been printing money. So Mm -hmm. the more money that gets printed out of the printer, the less value it is. And we're always comparing the Canadian dollar to the U.S. dollar to the to whatever country dollar it is. And there's a comparison there. But essentially, all of those currencies are based on a fiat system. So when everybody goes down, we're still comparing to each other, but we're all being debased. Or if it goes up, then again, they all go up. And and in a fiat system, down is really the only way to go. When it starts, it starts up and then it slowly goes down and how long will it last? Whereas in a gold standard, mm-hmm. uh, and again, this is where a lot of the, the countries switched from a gold standard system mm-hmm. to a fiat system. And the difference, the big difference really is, is that the gold standard, there's only so much gold in the world. There, mm-hmm. there, there is an end to the existence. So once that is all, in a sense, bought up, we are comparing our currency to gold, mm-hmm. not to each other but to the gold standard and so now we go well there's only so much gold so the more people we have buying it obviously the more precious it becomes the higher the value of your dollar compared to the gold or the lower the dollar uh, compared to the gold and so it's really about a fiat system is really 
doesn't compare to anything else. It starts high and then begins to go. Whereas the gold standard and crypto, as we hear, there is a finite amount of crypto. There's a finite amount of gold. And so as we compare to that, in terms of our currency, mm-hmm. we go, oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be worth more. Yeah. Uh, and and so the one of the questions is, and I, and I don't know if you have that answer, mm-hmm. is, is as we look at crypto, mm-hmm. as there's more crypto out there will that become that limit start coming down and become saturated in the future or are there there ways that they're not doing that also the the like there are so many cryptocurrency or crypto tokens and uh, i personally believe that it's it's just a jungle that has many many junk stuff mm-hmm. And uh, and people really need to be aware, to, to be cautious when they enter this world. And the reality is all the majority, the vast majority of the other cryptos, apart from Bitcoin, don't work the same. They are not necessarily finite as Bitcoin is. Mm-hmm. So uh, there is uh, actually in the world of crypto, uh, some cryptos that really have that potential of holding value and staying finite, meaning as people come to it, the value goes up. Mm-hmm. And there are some others that are really just like money and it can be created over and over and over again so that it actually loses its value. And if you've invested in that, it, it, it can be dangerous in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... I want to ask you a silly question mm-hmm. because for, I don't know, those of people out there who think like I do, can I just go to my computer, hire a guy and say, let's create crypto. So like, I don't, I don't get it yeah. in that sense. Like, yeah. and I, and I think that's what the mystery is. Like, yeah. can I just say, oh, I'm going to create my crypto today because y- you had mentioned to me earlier that the person responsible for bitcoin they they have a name but they don't even know if that name is actually the entity that created it right like can you tell us a little bit about that yeah so so let's let's go back a bit to to see where crypto is is coming from like like dave was mentioning um like in in uh, the early 70s um the president of the u.s decided that money is no longer going to be backed by gold Mm -hmm. and that's what um pushed the world into the era of 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 fiat money meaning it's money that is not backed by any tangible um, 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 asset that has value now as the world evolved um money got multiplied and multiplied and if we take the example of the 2007-2008 crisis uh, the government has to print a lot of money they had to print a lot of money and that's out of thin air and it creates debt it increases the debt load of countries and as it does that it debases the value of the money that people hold so this guy or this person named uh, satoshi nakamoto or a group of person because we actually don't know who it is uh, published a paper that says that he came up with a system with a network that would eventually replace that could replace our current monetary system and get rid of all the causes all the things that actually cause us to to lose value in our money so in that sense he created something that is digital and that has all the characteristics of um uh, uh, um of cryptography meaning 
it is so secure that it is practically impossible to uh, to counterfeit mm-hmm. and because of that he 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 put in that system ways so that people cannot double spend the money so he cannot spend the money twice mm-hmm. and that is difficult to replicate other people today cannot just go on a computer hire a geek <laughs> and create a network that will do exactly what bitcoin, bitcoin is doing it's it's really not possible so uh in that sense bitcoin is very unique wow and yeah. you and and it, it it and it exists because it is separate from the banking system how did you say that before uh, to me, yeah. So it's 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 uh, it's decentralized. Yes. Okay. No, normally, what happens when you want to make a transaction, you have to trust a third party, uh, a third party like a bank or some that will actually uh, make sure that all the parties involved are identified. Um, that will actually record the transaction, make sure it is settled properly, etc. And that is really centralized, just as central banks or the Bank of Canada can decide to flood the market with money. In this case, Bitcoin is decentralized, meaning there's no single person or entity that actually can decide to print this or print that. It's a peer-to-peer network. Mm. So it's a network that allows people to exchange directly between each other the value that they see in this digital thing without the need for a trusted third party. Wow. And 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 that's that's what is that's one of the things that is uh, actually attractive about about Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Well, so so uh, again, we got a few minutes left, and I want to make sure we've demystified. So, Reb, you're looking at me. Uh, you know, what do you think? If we didn't demystify it think, a little bit, well, yes, because I understand it a little bit more clearly. I I l- appreciated the history mm-hmm. lesson about the fiat system and that it came out of a debt system. It's no longer backed by gold. And uh, I guess we are going to have another conversation because this is, we want to dig deeper, basically. And I I think just a little bit in summary, you know, it it is complicated. Um, You know, as Would you say it's complicated? No, it's it's definitely, it's not, it can be very simplified, but it's complicated. And and the idea that there are different, sorry, there are different cryptos cryptos out there, Bitcoin being one of them that, let's say, is more reputable or, or maybe a little bit more... Uh, popular again, but but better. Um, so you know, kind of looking at that. So if you're listening, you're saying, "Hey, um, you know, this conversation we're having today is like again, kind of one hundred one minus one to say there's a lot more conversation." Uh, trusted professional, uh, obviously bold. We have here. Uh, if you're interested in you working with a financial advisor, and, and I want to, I want to give a little poke. If you're working with a financial advisor that you know and trust, then talk to them about it because they will tell you what they know about it. And if they don't know anything about cryptocurrency, then we, you know, and you're interested, then more research. Um, if, if you don't know your financial advisor, um, you don't know their first name, <laughs> then find a financial advisor that you know and trust. Um, these, again, these are money con- uh, and, decisions. And in the show notes, we're going to, um, mm-hmm. Bold has given us a, uh, a teaching, mm-hmm. a, um, a webinar that I'm going to put in as a link, link to, to learn more about it. But mm-hmm. we are talking to Bold next week. Yes. So 
So let's pray. So, Lord, we do thank you for your grace. We thank you for those people who, um, like Bold, have way, way more uh, experience in these systems. And, Lord, we know that uh, you surround us, and your word says that where, where there's many counselors, there's wisdom. And, and so, Lord, we just uh, we thank you for your grace and your leading uh, in us through your word. And, you know, and we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So thank you again. We are going to continue the conversation next week. So don't go away, Bold. Um, Reb, anything else you want to say? That this show was sponsored by NotMine.ca and our say. friends at Financial Discipleship Canada. So, and there's but come a book back. on the rise, uh, oh, yeah. morethanenoughbooks.ca. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.